Welcome everyone to the Olavei Torah Daf Yomi Shur. We are at the Siyum today of Masechet Rosh Hashanah. Um, we are now going to do the last Daf of Masechet Rosh Hashanah, which will begin on Lamed Alamavet and will end on Lamed Hey Amud Al. Okay, this is actually a nice short little class. We'll include it in the Torah. Refuah Shema Fafara Ben Latifa. Fara Ben Latifa. Bezat Shem Yishuvah Refuah Shema Bekarov. Okay. The Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah ends with a question about the people um, whether or not they have to say Amidah or not. Meaning, of course you have to say Amidah if you're home. But let's say you're in shul and you have a chazan saying the chazara. Can you just be quiet and be yotzeh with his uh, saying the Amidah? After all, he's saying it. Or no, maybe not. So the Mishnah had said, just like the Shri has to say his silent Amidah, so to everyone else has to say the silent Amidah, just like we do. Rabbi Gabriel says, no, he covers you. Once the, once, the, once the guy, the Chazan, reads, you don't have to say the Amidah, that's enough for you. Tanya, now we have a Brighton which will give you more insight. Very often the Brighton give you a further insight into, um, into the, the details of the Mishnah that the Mishnah doesn't say. If so, why does everyone pray? What's, what's the point of everyone praying quietly? Right? So, the rabbis told Rabbanim, according to you, when you see everyone praying, why are they praying? He says, no, they're only praying in order that the Shliach Sibur could do his tefillah. So they're praying so he gets his tefillah ready. Other, but really, they don't have to pray. They can just listen to him. According to you guys, according to you guys, who needs the chazan? If everyone's prayed already, why is the chazan doing it all together? So they told him, they told the The reason why we have a chazan is only for fellows who don't know Hebrew, they don't know how to pray. So we have it for them. But in general, we, you really don't need them. Okay? So the same way he could be motzi someone who's not an expert. Why can't he motzi someone who is an expert? Just because you're saying because I happen to be good at tefillah, so this guy can't be motzi me. Why should that make it that it doesn't work? Right? If it works, it works. Now we have a machloket amoraim about that machloket. He, he says, Hamim agreed that really it works. But Rav Amar, no. Adayni machloket, still machloket, they don't agree. Shama'ah, Rav Chia, Bered Rav Barnachmani. Rav Chia Barnachmani heard this, and he said, Azal Amal Shmatea Kamed to Rav Dimi Barachanina. He told Rav Dimi Barachanina. Amal Rav Dimi told him, Hachi Amar, this is what Rav says, Adayni machloket, still machloket, Chachanina do not agree that you'll say, welcome Moshe. Also says that he agrees. He says, no, it's not true. It's still a machloket. Okay? So Rabbi Yochanan said the thing, and they disagreed. Says the Gemara, did Rabbi Yochanan really say that they agreed? Now, if he says halachaz like Rabban Gamliel, that means that they're arguing. If we said before that Rabbi Yochanan said they agree, right? But now we're seeing that the halachaz like Rabban Gamliel, 
You think the halacha is like one rabbi, that means that they're arguing. Otherwise, why do you say the halacha is like one rabbi? So says the Gemara, no, not necessarily. Now we're on Lamud Hey Amud Alf. Hold on, let's just see that. Ki Salik, Rav Abba Mimei Pedisha. When he came back from a journey, he said, Mo'odim ha'ayim le'ban 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 they agree when it comes to Roshana and Yom Kippur. And that's right, they do argue. So we're saying we, we can put the two things together. Really, Rabbi Yochan said both things. He said they agree. Welcome, how are you, Ralph? He said they agree, and he says that they argue. When he says they argue, he's saying that they argue when it comes to uh, the whole year. That they're saying that you're not allowed to do it. But on Rosh Hashanah Kippur, they agree that you can. Is that true? Here we have Rabbi Yochanan quoting, that the halachah is like him, even Rosh Hashanah Kippur. Now we're saying halachah like him on Rosh Hashanah Kippur, that means they're arguing even Rosh Hashanah Kippur. You had said that they agreed on Rosh Hashanah Kippur. Now we're seeing they argue on Rosh Hashanah Kippur also. How can you say that? Says the Gemara, El Amar Abnachman Yitzhak, Rather, Rabbi Nachman says, Man Modin, who is the one who agrees? Remeir he. It's not the Chachamim, it's Remeir. And when he said that they argue, that's the Rabbanan. So there's two different rabbis who were arguing, and one agreed and one disagreed. The Tanya, where do we have a proof for this? This is the bright that's showing that there's different disagreements. So that's Rosh Kippur, and we're saying that you can be what's he? Hamim say, no, everyone's Chayav. Now, says the Gemara, so we see Rameir agrees when it comes to Rosh Kippur, Hamim argue like that, and everything fits fine so far. Why should Rosh and Kippur have a different rule? Meaning, if you say that everyone has to say their own Amidah Lahash, we understand you. If you say that you never have to do it, we understand that also. But why should it be a difference if it's Rosh Hashanah Kippur or not? Why should they have a separate rule? Says the Maybe you'll say the reason why Rosh Hashanah Kippur needs a long one is because you have to mention 10 Pesukim. Of each one, there's 30 Pesukim mentioned. And therefore, it's hard to do. And therefore, by the way, this is pre-Sidurim. We're all talking about in the pre-Sidurim time. People have to remember these Pesukim on their own. Uh, you know, we're all, we're all looking around saying, oh, come on, we, we, we can't read it. But uh, if I told you to remember it by heart, not so simple, right? Even people have been praying a couple of years, right? No, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it says, Once you say the words, you don't say anymore. You know how we say the, the words, before we say the Pesukim, we say, and then we say Shema Yisrael Shem Echad or whatever the pasuk is. Welcome, Joe. So we see Mabruk. Unbelievable. Come sit down. Yeah, you also finished. Right? Okay. So says the Gemara. Rather, of course, they're very, very long, right? Um, it's not because you have to mention the Pesukim, but rather because they're long. Amen. Amen.
Okay, Gufa, we mentioned. Now, whenever we see the word Gufa, we're always going to do what? Isolate and analyze the previously mentioned statement. Here we go. Yes. Meaning, we mentioned before in passing that once, that once you say the Utzat Hashem, the thing to the more, you don't have to mention anything else. Right? Savumine. They thought that this meant, this is biachid. But on Sibur, you have to mention everyone. Itmar, but we learned in the bright, in a statement, Halacha is, you have to, you just have to mention that the Torah says those Pesukim. Again, you have to mention 10 Pesukim officially of Zikharot and Shokharot. However, if you only mention then you're okay. Yes, that's some opinions. This is what this referring to. Okay. Really, a person should always have your tefillot ready in your mind before you pray. Person, uh, nowadays, this is not so regular, but because you have everyone's praying from a sidur, or you know it by heart. But in those days, you had to make sure that you know what you're saying before you pray. But the whole year round, we assume that you know them and you don't have to go over the tefillot. So if it's Rosh Hashanah Kippur, make sure you know what you're saying before and practice. The whole year round, you're good, you don't have to mention it. Any, is that true? Rehuda would always prepare himself even on a weekday. He says, no, no. For him, it's considered Kiprakim and therefore it does not count. How are we going to see him, up, see him upstairs? If you want to come upstairs, we're upstairs in the see him. Okay? Upstairs, right now? Yeah, in the see him, yes. I don't know, come down? Uh, right now, I'm finishing the see him, though. If you want to come up, you can come. No, it's fine. I'm down here. But... Okay, good night. We'll see when we finish. <laughs> Bye. Okay? Okay. He only prayed, since he only prayed, he would pray these things only once every 30 days. As regard to uh, Musaf, why would you pray only once every 30 days? Because the halakha is a person who is technically a person who's learning is patur from tefillah. There's a famous story, a beautiful story, I'll tell you the story. One time, all the big giants, Ruben Grzovsky, Rav Moshe Feinstein, Rav Aaron Cutler, Rav Yitzhak Hutner, all the big, big, big guns, and Rav Ram Yafin, Rashiva Navardik, talking about really huge guns, was sitting around in the 1960s, sitting around, in a meeting, and they're deciding what, what they should respond to the Israelis who decided they want to draft the yeshiva guys in the army. Okay? And the meeting lasted all day, literally from 12 o'clock, and they're going through, it's now 6 o'clock, and they're still in the meeting. The Gudalim are deciding what to respond. And one of the rabbis says, Okay, time for Minha. And Rav Hutner bangs his hand on the table, and he says, was the of Chaim hangs him on the table, and he says, Menha, Osek mitzvah, Patu mitzvah, We're part of a mitzvah, Menachem, We're not having a mitzvah. 
This is more important. We're in the middle of it. We have to figure it out. The is or second mitzvah, but two mitzvah. We're not talking mincha. He probably was the youngest person there also. What now? Is he the youngest? You could ask. Hold on. Why not? Pray to Hashem, give, give us, give me the answer to my problem. You, you want to tell, you want to ask the question on Gidolim? You're a holy guy, Joe, but listen, we're talking about, uh, we've got Gidolim over here. I go pray to Hashem. Yaakov Kramanetsky. Moshe Feinstein. I'm not saying I know better. Vitsuk Ram Yafin from Navardak. Aaron Cutler. Aaron Cutler. Ruben Gazowski, the son-in-law of Rabasa. Listen, I'm, I would ask you what to do, but these are rabbis. You know, okay. Did they continue or did they stop? So this rabbi, by him, and the rabbi says, we're not, we're not davening. Now, in these type of meetings, everyone used to turn to Ron Color. When he was alive, he was the, like, okay, they could talk about it, and then they'll say, okay, what do we do? And they turn to Ron and say, what do you say? And he says, what is right? We're really patur. He says, but, but, if the people hear that the rabbis came and we didn't pray, <laughs> it's going to be a chil Hashem. Let's start with Chashteh And that was the story. But technically, it's really true. You're really patur from the person or second mitzvah, you're patur from Mecha. No reason to pray. And that's what this rabbi used to pray only once every 30 days. And that's the reason why he would always because he only prayed once every 30 days. Okay. His learning, this rabbi's learning is something different. Okay. I'm going to be Acha Baravir, I'm going to be Shimon Chasidam. He used to say that even the people in the field are patur from praying from the Shliach Sibur and Shul. Not only the people who are there. The people in the field are anus. The people here, they, they, they should pray. You're making it like even the people in the field. The people in the field, they can't come back. They're patur. The people who are here should pray. Like they say, oh, yeah, yeah, relax. That's, 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 I'm, I'm not, I didn't take offense. Okay? Tell me, I'm a braider, I'm not, I'm a braider, I'm a braider. Good question. That was a good question. I think it was a good answer also, no? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So according to this, uh, Rabbi Gamil only allowed you to not pray if you were in the field. But if you were in shul, you could pray on your own. You had to pray on your own. Okay, now let's finish Tanit.